No, but it's true though. And like 90, like, I don't think I've ever actually farted. Like, I've definitely never farted in somebody's mouth or anything. <laughs> oh this is too much. <laughs> You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. So, how are you feeling after last night's quiz? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, apart from victorious again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my second win. And I don't even know how I won it because I was, there was like about a round and a half that I didn't actually get involved in. You did that on my one, though. (laughs) I didn't know what the hell was going on, but um, I think I won it with everyone's birthdays and something else i can't remember what the other category was um do you know what's making me laugh how it's becoming like drag race you're like well i've got two wins jelay's got one uh <laughs> <laughs> have to crown someone at the end of it <laughs> are you like an overall winner yeah like a drag race finale <laughs> yeah it worked quite well as well considering that there was like what 11 of us in it oh my god yeah there was a lot of us in it last night yeah that was the biggest one we've done today and there's no order. There's no like, like I mean, like order. Yeah. There's there's no order. <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's like wild pandemonium because and we're pandemonium. all so loud as well. Um, so how's everything been recently? Any how's uh, broken broken any lockdown rules to go hook up with boys? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't broken any lockdown rules to break up to go and see any boys. Um, I saw a certain person at the beginning of lockdown. Um, I haven't seen them since. But on the whole, yeah, like, I've been... I've just been at home. Like, I've got my bike. I've got my... Well, obviously, I've got my bike stolen. I bought a bike. The bike got stolen. I did my little GoFundMe, which everybody generously donated up to, like, £600 for. So thank you for that. And I got myself a new bike. So as of tomorrow, which will be Friday, I shall be starting my new job with um, Deliveroo. Looking, <laughs> looking tasty in turquoise. Um, t- <laughs> <laughs> so, You're gonna be um, like one of those uh, delivery drivers. That's like, here's your meal and here's your dessert. And here's your dessert, honey. Well, what I'm thinking is that I'm gonna, um, I'm, I'm not actually gonna wear the uniform. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna buy a uniform like a look that still is the delivery colours. So I'll still be in theme, <laughs> but with my own little, you know style going on Beyonce twist my little Beyonce twist and I think I'm just going to do it in all the gay areas so that I can get all the tips <laughs> but do, are, are gays good tippers though they will be when I arrive at the door honey <laughs> pizza in hand cock in the other <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my perfect night yeah <laughs> oh, I don't know I wouldn't like mix pizza and penis <laughs> pizza and then penis no, the other way around. Penis and then pizza. Oh, okay. Work up the appetite. Yes, exactly. The pizza's the reward afterwards. <laughs> um, What's been going on with you? Well, you know, um, our friend Nick, me and him were going for a little stroll through, through the park. Um, we're doing like a little, you know how he loves his adventure days. He's like, let's go to a park and explore a park. Um, <laughs> so we were doing one of those and we went to the one near me. And yeah, and then as we're walking through the park, 
did I not like walk straight into somebody who I kind of used to date or used to see really, not date, definitely not date. But, and you know, when you just think, oh God, of all the times when I'm going to bump into somebody, it's going to be during lockdown. Oh, okay. I was like, what are the chances really? Did you not have your like um, quarantine buzz cut? No, no, I still had my old hair. Um, I was, do you know what I felt? I actually felt like I looked all right. Um, at the start of the day, I was like, oh my God, yes. I was like, I look cute. <laughs> and then and then it was just like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, put your head to the floor. Don't look up. Don't say hello. Um, <laughs> and I guess it's just not really like how I wanted to react. I think especially with this person, like if I'm being 100% honest, oh, I hate being 100% honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like being like 95% honest. <laughs> um, yeah, with this person, um, I just always felt like there was still kind of a connect, like he was one of the only people that I had a proper connection with when we saw each mm-hmm. other, like personality wise. Yeah. And I just always thought, oh, you know, if I ever see, like bumped into him again or anything, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to be like chirpy and aloof and confident. And I was just like, none of those things. You are nothing of the sort, honey. <laughs> she was not qualified to bump into that ex. And she's nothing like that. She's nothing of the sort. <laughs> nothing of the sort. So what did you do? Um, I just like put my head down and carried on walking and just left it at that. And you just did not give them any type of acknowledgement at all? No, I just pretended I didn't see him. See, I feel like... I don't know how I'd react in that scenario. Like, on the whole, I tend to be quite okay with people once I've broken up. Like, if I was to see them, I must probably acknowledge them in some form. There's, like, one or two that if I saw them, I must probably would just carry on walking, maybe throw them a little side eye. But, um, yeah, like, them situations are always really difficult, especially if we haven't spoken at all since you last saw them. No, the thing is, we have actually spoken. So we, we are on terms enough to be like, oh, hey, how are you all right? Oh, shame. And you pied him like that. No, but... Do... <laughs> <laughs> wow. But you're making me sound really savage when really it was just, I feel like it was more a point of anxiety. I was like, oh my God, like, it was more a reflection of how I was feeling about myself at the time, especially factoring as well. Right before this, we just had like a big fat spliff. So... Oh my God, this girl was buzzing. Well, I just thought, imagine I stop and I'm like, my mouth is all sticking together and I've got oh. white bits in the corner. <laughs> Oh my god, back into my world. <laughs> Cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Have we spoken about said person on the podcast before? Um, I think he's come up like in little bits and pieces, but just not fully openly been like, here is the full story. Did we give him a name, like a code name? I feel like if we had a code name, he would know exactly who it was about. Okay. <laughs> but also... <laughs> can we say code name and then we can beep it out? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I was just what you mean, like, for your reference in future, so you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so this is... Okay, yeah, that's who I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, if he listens to it, he's going to know it's him anyway, because I had my head down and I was literally walking right into him. <laughs> <laughs> we were like face to face girl <laughs> so I was no, kind of... no cop before pizza for you this time <laughs> no just home alone and pizza home alone and pizza tragic 
Um, so I was kind of thinking about like, you know, things that we can do to like make ourselves more confident in real life or just like ways that, yeah, that kind of get you through like maybe social anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a couple summers ago, I think it was like just around the time I was reading The Secret and obviously they tell you to do like all this like visualisation and stuff. So honestly, I would literally walk around Soho and in my head I'd be like, everybody wants you. You're so hot. I'd be like, everybody wants to fuck me. Like, and just, <laughs> just make myself like feel, have this really like deluded sense of ego. And do you know what? It really works. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like instantly, as soon as I start talking to myself like that, I notice that like my back gets straighter, my head gets lifted a little higher and I'm carrying myself in a different way. Yeah, you're giving yourself a little like, a little like pep like a little prep like you know like i am that bitch i am I, that bitch i am that bitch i own this catwalk i'm a bitch i'm a bitch i'm a bitch and i own 51 percent of this company <laughs> <laughs> and once your back straightens and you know you're walking with confidence what do you feel like that exudes out of you yeah 100% like I remember what like one day specifically this guy had messaged me on Grinder, and I was just chilling in Soho Square and he was like oh let's meet for a drink like right now and I was like oh okay that's a bit soon but I was like let me put him off for a couple of hours just to like get my confidence up a bit just so I can mm-hmm. like, have, have time to mentally prepare kind of and as I was walking down the street I was just saying, saying it in my head to practice and I walked past these two boys and I feel like this is the first and only time I've ever heard it happen. But one of them was like tapped his friend as if to be like, oh, look at him. And then the other one, like when I walked past, he looked at the friend that tapped and he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, see, everybody wants to fuck me. <laughs> With that big bubble bar. <laughs> no, I had these like little shorts on. They weren't... Um, they weren't massively flattering for the booty, but yeah, I just found like that as a good way. But you don't really strike me as somebody that has any of those issues. Um, I think you'd be surprised. Like, I think people see me as quite confident and maybe I give off the impression that I'm quite a confident person just because of the jobs that I do. So I have to be kind of like, not a showman, but like, you know, like presentable, like, hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you've got to be social. Um, yeah, I've got to be social and it's something that I build on. Like, I've always been part of like a big group of friends and things like that. But on the whole, I feel like I do get nervous meeting new people and like I've always found, and I think that's why I've always found it easier to, when it comes to dating, the majority of the people that I've ever dated, I've met them. It's been natural. Like it's happened like in a club, I fucking start talking and it leads from there. I feel like meeting you know, like meeting someone off an app or something cool like somebody messaging you and be like oh let's meet up now i think I'll, that would make me feel quite yeah i'd be quite i'd be nervous yeah i think that's a, a good thing as well about the the eye fucking because that kind of gives you the security of not getting rejected yeah because you're like you okay be... they're interested already especially growing up but even even when it comes to that like when i was younger I never used, if I liked somebody, I never used to really approach them. I'd wait and see if they approached me. And then I'd, if they didn't, then in my mind, I'd assume that 
they didn't like me. I then found out that some people were doing the were exact same thing as yeah. They were doing the same exact thing with me. So then you end up missing out on opportunities. And then I feel like, yeah, once I started doing like club promotion and being a host, it made me a lot more confident in like being able to like go up to people and be like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Welcome to my club night. And then I suppose you can almost use that as well if you want to chirp somebody like, oh, like, having a good night. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, but it's, it's my night. It's my night, yeah. <laughs> it's my night. And then take it from there. But, um... <laughs> you're yeah. like, you're having a good night. They're like, it's all right. Music's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's my night. Can you please leave? Thank you. <laughs> good night. Um, I don't think I you'd suppose- do that for Dick. I think you'd just be like, yeah, no, whose night is this? Yeah, night is this? Do you want to leave? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go now. <laughs> um, I think when it comes to those things, though, even if you are aren't confident, sometimes it literally is just fake it till you make it. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, fake the conf- just fake the confidence because, like, like we've just identified the majority of the time, the other person in question is just as insecure or unconfident as what you are so then once one of you breaks the seal then it kind of like maybe makes it easier for both and then sometimes you might get rejected and you just got to accept that like you're never you're not always going to be everybody's cup of tea yeah a hundred percent and there's there's nothing wrong with somebody telling you that they don't like you like that's your if if it is that's your ego and that's something that you need to go and deal with but like do you get what i mean like oh, some, some people brutal truth time <laughs> <laughs> well yeah some people like yeah, some some are gonna say yes, some are gonna say no, and like yeah, just keep it just keep it moving. Like I try to not let it um like get me. you down, yeah, yeah, get me down. Like on the whole, I don't think I'm a, like I don't think I'm bad looking, and I've never had I haven't really had any issues as most people know <laughs> attaining a boyfriend. Keeping them is a different thing, but um, getting them, <laughs> <laughs> getting them, yeah. So like yeah, if they say no, then yeah. Um, yeah just keep it moving if they say yeah then yeah take it to the next step and see what happens next as well when I just think sometimes when it comes to like talking to boys I fancy I try to tell myself like don't see this as like I'm going to chat this boy up just see it as like I'm going to chat to this boy like, yeah, oh my God, like 100%. If you just see it as like, oh, I'm just going to talk to him, then like, if you're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I have a boyfriend. I'm like, uh, you're weird. I was just being friendly. <laughs> like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> like, I'm not being funny, but you're just not really my type. I was just trying to like, be friendly. Like, you look like you're a bit of a loner. <laughs> yeah, see, and you can fake it both ways because you can fake the confidence and then when they reject you, then you can fake even being interested <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> Like, bitch, I just wanted to tell you that you've got toilet paper stuck to your bottom of your shoe. Bye! <laughs> yeah, have you seen you got a bit of cotton mouth? Uh... Yeah, you've got a cotton mouth genius chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think now, yeah, they're good, uh, like, little tips to factor in if you suffer with social confidence. But I do think as well, when I saw... <laughs> that it, um, it was a bit of, like, emotional confidence as well. And I feel like that's just something that we never really talk about. Okay, yeah. Just in the point of where, like, even if I like someone, there's a part of me that is, like, scared. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And But that all ties in, because, like, obviously you like them, so you care about what they... Yeah. how they see you or what they think about you. So it becomes, it is nerve-wracking. Which it's, is why I put my fucking head to the floor. Do you think I'd be doing that if it was, like... For walking past me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing is, what I'd say there is that 
the only thing I would say there is that by putting your head down, the I've person, given across the message that I'm not interested, kind of thing. Yeah, either that you're not interested or that you're rude or like, do you get what I mean? So then the person might be like, oh, what's their problem? Especially if they're if you've been communicating online up until that point, like in bits and bobs or however you've been you've kept the lines of communication open. It was so like Yeah, I was gonna say it was quite platonic how we'd been speaking and stuff, but I so I had kind of already got the vibe from him that like nothing was really gonna happen again because and you know, I don't even know if I want it to, but you know when you just have that little bit of unresolved thing where you're like, oh, um because <laughs> we got along so well. It's just like, oh what what if? <laughs> <laughs> what if? Um but then you know what I've no- what I've found in situations where maybe I've seen somebody or thought like, oh, maybe they didn't see me and I've maybe avoided the person or whatever. If it plays on my mind to the point that I feel like, I'm like, hmm, then do you know what? There's nothing wrong with sending them a message and be like, hey, do you know what? I saw you earlier, but I just like, it just felt a bit awkward. Like nothing, like nothing untoward towards you. Like hope you're well and just keep it and just keep it moving. If you, if you feel the need to clear it up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird because when it first happened, I was like phone through like a mini loop just because, and this is going to sound really fucking childish, but my whole horoscope was like, Venus is in retrograde. It's all about past loves. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was it. And then I literally just let the chance walk straight past me. But now I'm a bit like, it's, I don't even really think about him. So. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it, was, maybe it was just for that moment. Like, if it's something that you've already identified that maybe it's, it, nothing's going to come of it anyway. Like, in that moment in time, you felt a certain type of way. You avoided it. But now you're like, if it's not affecting your day-to-day, then let, yeah, just keep it moving. You don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, true. But I didn't because remember, to... you're confident and everybody wants to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, like, it really doesn't even matter because, listen, John... Everybody else is outside. Everybody else wants some of this candy. Yeah, like, why would I have, like, some random from around the corner when I can so obviously have, like, Zac Efron and Channing Tatum? Right, I mean, Zac Efron right now is definitely waiting for the call. (laughs) (laughs) He's been waiting. Uh, Yeah, well, I'll dial him after. Busy, do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) um so this week we're going to be talking a bit more about confidence but we're going to talk mostly about sexual confidence okay um this was like something i found myself asking myself recently and it was kind of just like do i see myself as sexy and it i was kind of like no not really um you know, I see myself as funny and that's obviously the, the brand image that comes across on the gram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might post a little like thought pic here and then, but I'm like, when I think about like, do I actually feel like really sexy? I'm like, no, like, so I feel like that requires work. And I feel like that's the same with a lot of people, if you ask them. Most people will say that they don't see themselves as sexy unless they were like born with the genetic lottery. <laughs> Hey, Sean I, know the, I, I know them one. Um, that's a really good question. I feel like when I was younger, like 16 to 
yeah, in my like late teens, I thought I was, yeah, I thought I was cute. I thought I was a little bad bee. But then, obviously, I started to lose my hair, and I feel like, especially when it comes to men, like your confidence is is in, literally rooted in your scalp, <laughs> the hair that comes out of your head. Time, so when yeah. I when I started to lose my hair, and I started. I suppose hiding behind caps. Um, I lost quite a lot of my my natural confidence that I would say that I had, but I still never had any issue getting like boys would always tell me like you're good looking, it's fine, like don't worry about your hair, like blah blah blah. Some would be like, take, I'd, like there was points where I would literally be. There was one guy I dated, and for three months he didn't know what my head looked like because I <laughs> I would go to bed, I would go to bed in a hat. And then I'll take it off in the middle of the night. And then in just before the morning, I'd put my do-rag on or I'd put a hat on. And one day... Set an alarm like, for 4.30, get up, Literally, hat like, on. you know them girls that put, wake up before their boyfriends wake up and put their makeup, face, on, makeup yeah. on? Yeah, I was doing that. And then one day we were having sex and he was just like, I'm fucking sick and tired of this fucking hat on your head. Like, take it off. And he dragged it off. And I felt naked. Like, even though I was literally naked, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I then felt really naked. and like exposed. But... Yeah, exposed and but he, I suppose he made me feel. Um, he made me feel like it was okay. I think the issue is is that um, yeah, I just had to build my confidence. When I then got my hairline reconstructed via that MSP thing, I think I started to gain my confidence back. But it'd been like maybe like ten years of not knowing how I felt or not being able to look at myself properly in the mirror without thinking that I looked like a 70-year-old man. Yeah. So since my 30th, I think it's been nearly, I think, is it three years this year? Or two years since I've had, no, maybe it's three years in March since I first got it reconstructed. It's taken three years for me to build my confidence up with like, you do look good without a hat on. Um, Without, yeah, without a hat on. And then I started going to the gym and I've, like, I've gained weight. Like, I was so underweight for so many years just due to, like, the party lifestyle that I had and just not <laughs> properly. And I feel like now, for the first time, I'm in a place where I do feel confident naked because I feel like when I look in the mirror, I like what I see. And yeah. I feel like that does come through in your yeah into your sexual activities and your behavior because i don't care now if my hat if if i have to have a hat on or my head head on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> very much that and just like yeah just being feeling more comfortable in the skin so well one thing i, I was going to say you see you were saying about how you were like quite confident as a teenager i think mm-hmm. i felt quite confident as like a 17 18 19 year old maybe yeah. even a bit overconfident but then it's, I do feel like there is something in your 20s where you kind of start getting involved in life a bit more and just not that the anxiety takes hold, but you just, you're not as naive as you once were. Yeah, so 100%. You don't have that. I think as well, once you're, when you're quite young, the first few times you go out, I didn't really experience rejection that harshly. Yeah. Um, like there might have been like a couple of people that had said no, but it kind of really just sort of bounced off me then because I was so like, whatever um about the situation but then yeah as i got into my 20s i think you when you start building up like a few rejections then you start questioning things about yourself and then that's when your uh, self-esteem and stuff gets shaky i think i yeah i definitely agree with that i think my my 
high, my lowest levels of self-esteem were, I suppose they come after like breakups and you're back on your own again. And then you're, you're back on the market and you've kind of got to be like, shit, like, is anyone going to be interested in me? But I feel like when I had, before I'd got my hairline reconstructed and I was severely underweight, I was just, I had such, such bad body dysmorphia. And what I was seeing, what I was seeing in the mirror wasn't necessarily what other people were seeing. Yeah, what was that? And yeah. it wasn't until I dealt with that and I started to talk about it more and I went on to like London Live and I had to do like a whole kind of like living with body dysmorphia as like a, as a man and how maybe um certain certain images that like are constantly pumped out on the gay scene didn't really help with that body dysmorphia either because to be gay you've basically got to look a certain type of way and if you don't cross off those markers or those points or um then technically you lose your gay points and like it's a lot to deal with as a young gay man who lives in london and you're on the scene and you're always comparing yourself to what the, you look like to the people in the magazines and the people that you see out um well and- you know obviously i suffered with body dysmorphia for years yeah um so it does take a lot to kind of get over it doesn't and it's not until you deal with it internally like nobody can't help you with body dysmorphia it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many people told me that i was beautiful that i was sexy that i was handsome like unless you believe that yourself it really doesn't matter so until i tackled that myself um yeah i was in a bit of a state and now i feel like i have tackled that and i really don't really like i don't really care what well, I what, think as well, it flips the other way. Like, if you look at other guys, like, for, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm not, like, a body queen, I'm not a size queen, none of these things. So I think a lot of the time, the things that people think matter to other people, a lot of the time they don't, like... They don't. They absolutely like, don't. people that have got, like, birthmarks doesn't bother me, like, stretch marks doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's just... And I think they're, they are the things that people get hung up, hung up about. So I think if you can kind of see how you view other people and reflect that from them onto you. Obviously, you're always going to have fucking shallow queens on the gay scene. That's probably never going to change. Yeah. But then my mindset kind of goes, well, you know, if that's the kind of person who's looking for something like that shallow or who like isn't going to fancy me because I'm carrying an extra £10 this month, then that's not really the kind of person I'm going to want to be with. Yeah, I what I've noticed is that I'm shallow. I'm the most shallow towards myself. Yeah, yeah, same. same. <laughs> like, you know I mean, it's not about my shallow is definitely directed at me and not at other people. And I think I put far too much pressure on myself to because even though I'm saying that I'm 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 a lot more confident, I still do put pressure on myself. Like, for instance, like I'm obsessed with having a flat stomach and I will stand in front of the mirror and I'll be like, Oh my God, like I look like I've got like a little baby Jesus inside there. (laughs) (laughs) And like the guy that I was, I told um, you Jesus was black. (laughs) The the guy I was dating was basically just like, mate, like your stomach is flat. Like, I don't know what 
you're on about. And like, that's the thing, that kind of attitude towards yourself isn't necessarily sexy to other people. That's why yeah. you just got to be like, everyone wants to fuck me. Everybody, and that's 100% as well. Like, if you, if you can't, literally what RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? But how the hell can you expect somebody else to love you if you can't love yourself? Like, it yeah. works It works both ways. Like, I suppose it is unattractive if you can't, somebody can't see the beauty in themselves. But I've also noticed that some people find that endearing because there's a lot of people on the scene who have got way too much confidence (laughs) for their own good. Like, do you get what I mean? And it becomes a bit trifling. You're a bit like, you really do rate yourself. And sometimes... They don't deserve the rating. She was not qualified. (laughs) I mean, you do not qualify, honey. But it's like, wow, I wish I could be like that because... um, (laughs) She was nothing of a sort. She was nothing of the sort. But yeah, somebody who is... Somebody who is beautiful or good-looking or inside and out who doesn't notice it, sometimes, yeah, that can be endearing because you just be like, they're not... They're not all... They're not constantly like, look at me, look at me. And there are a lot of peacocks on the gay especially on the gays well to be honest even on the straight scene because when i go to the gym the way that i see the straight guys i bobble eyeballing themselves in the mirror i'm just like girl like do you need a dick up your ass i would say they're worse than the gays the straight men in the gym the straight men in the gym actually sometimes are the gays are there like just trying to get fucked whilst the gay men are whilst <laughs> the straight men are just there just like obsessed with themselves they can't even notice the gay boys eyeing them up <laughs> Um, one thing I remember, like, years ago, you know Nii? Maximus Crown? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he wrote an article for um, Cocktails and Cock Talk, and obviously he's a little bit older than me, so I don't know if this was, like, maybe something that came with his age or whatever, but I remember he did an article about sexual confidence, and he was talking about, uh, like, masturbating in front of the mirror, Okay, yes, I think I do remember this. Yeah, and I remember reading that and I was just like, I was like, oh my God, this is a good bit of writing, but like low key, I was like, ooh, child's got an ego if she's wanking over <laughs> herself. Like, <laughs> But do you know what? There's a lot of people that do do that. Like, I'm I've tried so it and it works. And I see people who like, love to take a picture of themselves like basically naked in front of the mirror with the cock and everything all hanging out and i'm just like do you know what yeah sometimes you just got to fill your own oats like if you're that i suppose it is it is leaning towards narcissism but you've got to be a bit you've got to be a bit narcissistic to love yourself yeah to love to love yourself and there's nothing you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel bad about it. Like, if it's not affecting anybody else, then it's nobody else's business what you do in your bedroom, in front of your mirror with your penis. <laughs> or your arsehole. <laughs> or your arsehole. Like, one but, thing I would say is that, like, these girls that like to take pictures of their bum holes and send it out, like, that's another level of confidence that I'm just like, <laughs> that we don't all need to see. Like, yeah, you've got a beautiful bum hole, but I don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah, after you face tuned it. Yeah, I don't think that's funny. But I thought, oh, I thought, let me try it because if you're wanking over and you're looking at yourself, then obviously you're sort of finding yourself sexy. Sexy, yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll try it just to see if I can like find myself a bit sexier. And I actually found it like really helpful. I think as well, because when you're you're having sex and stuff and you're naked, it's quite rare, unless like you have an OnlyFans, that you're like seeing yourself back or you're watching yourself 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think a lot of the time, like what we're saying about how we feel in our heads, it's not necessarily how we look in real life, like body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you only really know how you feel in that moment. So I was like, oh, let me just try it. And I did it. And I was like, I was like getting turned on a little bit by myself. And I was like, okay. And it's definitely given me a little like sexual confidence based. <laughs> well, yes, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> the proof is in the penis. The proof is in your sausage, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bite. Take, Take a, a bite. bite. Yeah, well, so maybe, I'll, maybe I'll try it. Yeah, later. do it. I think do it, definitely. I would recommend everyone do it at least once. It's a bit like in um, Sex in the City where she tells Charlotte to go look at her fanny in the mirror. <laughs> but what I've realised is there's a lot of girls that don't know what their vagina looks like. And I think that's really odd. Like I'm like, spread those legs, get yourself your little compact mirror and have a look at what your nun looks like. But that's what I mean. I think you've got to be like in touch with yourself and comfortable and know your body and that to have that sexual confidence. Yeah. Um, I read some other thing about uh, it was like a sexual a sexual confidence. Uh, I can't remember the like course, not a course, but like an evening with like this dominatrix, and she was just like part of the thing is like just knowing your entire body, like knowing every inch of your body. And I'm like, I don't know every inch of my body. Like I know the important inches, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's true, and. It- it it would help you in every aspect of your life because once you once you know every crease and crevice, then, <laughs> <laughs> then you you're forced to like you're forced to face it and to accept it and to love it. And if you don't love it, then you have the option to change certain things about it if that's what you want to do. And yeah, then or just like and, stand in certain angles or like yeah. you know. If and then that will come through into your when you're naked with somebody else. I feel like a lot of people's well need to remember that what you see on like Twitter or on Pornhub and stuff like that, like a lot of those people, unless you're watching like amateur homemade porn videos, these people that that's not what real sex looks like. Real sex is is as beautiful as it is ugly sometimes. Yes, like, really yes. like you're going to pull faces and you're going to pull weird angles and you're going to be doing all types of sorts of different things. And it's just about the connection. But do you know what the truth than... is? Like, if you're in that moment, who's noticing? Like, if you're actually in that moment... Mo- yeah. And oh. if you're in that moment and you're, and you're far too aware of it, then... You're not going to be performing good anyway. You're not going to be performing good. But I also think that being vulnerable when expressing your vulnerability when you're having sex can also make the sex even better. Like, do you get what I mean? Like when you let somebody know like, oh, I'm, I don't feel too confident about that thing. And if that person really likes you, they will kiss that part of your body that <laughs> you don't feel. Do you get what I mean? Kiss it. <laughs> Lick it, kiss it, <laughs> suck it, whatever it is. Like, and I feel like, yeah, the older that I've got, I feel like there are parts of my body that I'm not necessarily... 100% happy with or make me feel slightly insecure. And if you express that, I found expressing that has helped me to then, I've spoken about it, I've, I've, I've brought the attention to it. And then, yeah, and then like, we can move forward from that. Okay, yeah. So what what would you say like are some of the things that you do feel confident with and that you don't or less confident with? What are the things that I feel confident with in general or sexually? Uh, like sexually in the bedroom? In the bedroom, I would say that I, 
in my I'm opinion. Very confident in my sheets. Uh, they're great. They're <laughs> four count Egyptian cotton. <laughs> um, I would say that I feel like I feel like I'm confident in like kissing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I'm a good kisser and I enjoy kissing and I and I feel like if you can yeah if you can connect with somebody kissing then it opens up the doors to you having like amazing foreplay and then once the foreplay you've got you get the foreplay out of the way then it gets into the sex I feel like I'm confident with like my the sexual journey before the fucking, I feel like some people just like to fuck, like, do you get I me? Mean? Like, bang, 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 and then it's done. I like all of that, the build up to it. Yeah, and so you're, would you say you're confident in foreplay? Yes, yeah, so I'm confident in foreplay. I'm confident in, um, yeah, like expressing how I feel about that person in that moment in time. Um, I think I've, I, I, I like my, I like my penis. I think it's quite pretty to look at. <laughs> It's so pretty and witty and yay. Yeah, like, I like I like how it looks. I like um this I like what I've been given, what I've been blessed with. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. confident in that. Um Yeah, and I am on the whole confident being I am confident being naked, especially more recently and especially in the last year, like with the person who I was um seeing, I was very confident with them i feel like i had a really good connection with them so um yeah i feel like yeah i'm happy in those aspects um what i would say that i'm not so confident about actually no it's weird i'm confident about the things that i'm also not confident about so like i am always it's not so yeah like you do always want to, I suppose, like impress people. So I don't know. I don't know how to say I'm not confident, but I suppose I, you do always want to put your right foot forward or your right ball forward. <laughs> your best foot forward. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but like, it's always forward, like, yeah. so like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say that I like, I go into the bedroom like some type of like African god. Like, <laughs> like and I'm like, yes, look at me. But I'm also like, I, w- I wouldn't just have sex with anybody anyway. Like, do you get what I mean? But um, but my I, the bane of my life is my hair. So it grows in places that I don't want it to grow, and it grows and it doesn't grow when I want when I want it to grow. So I suppose like I hate the fact that like I've I've got quite like a hairy chest and like I get hair on my back and stuff, and I'm always like quite conscious of that so i'm always i always think like oh like depending on what position you're taking your your i'm taking up on that day like um like oh like do i do look do i look hairy or is there hair on my back or <laughs> da, da, da. So i'm always like conscious about making sure that i like a beat or that i like do you get me that i'm smooth and um but yeah again i feel like i always find guys or that people that just like who've always made me feel like like don't worry about these things they're like it's a minor mate like what but that is a minor though yeah but it is a minor um (laughs) she's like let me think of something i'm so confident um (laughs) (laughs) well yeah okay but yeah so maybe there isn't 
I know, but you know, there they doesn't have to be like something that you have like a massive insecurity about. It's just like things that you're less confident than you are. Yeah, I definitely feel like going to the gym for myself and not for other people has definitely recently given me like the last year has made me a lot more body confident. And like the fact that I was quite successful with my body in relation to like, do you get what I mean? Like, I never had an issue getting a boyfriend or getting with guys when I was going through the body dysmorphia. So now that I'm kind of out of it and I'm feeling a lot more body confident, I just feel better in myself. So I don't really want to be like, I, I don't, I'm looking to be unconfident about anything. Yeah, good. Good for you. Without trying to sound like I love my like like I love myself too much because that's definitely not me. Like I don't feel like I'm the type of person that walks around like I think I'm too nice. No, but at the same time, like you say, like I don't think you should necessarily be like ashamed or embarrassed about not having an insecurity. Like that's something that most people are working towards. So yeah. What would you say are yours? Um most confident I would say. Um I'm just quite confident really like with the performance in general. Um, yeah. Like you say, I'm quite confident, especially in, like, foreplay. Um, I'm confident in, like, fucking as well. But do you know... <laughs> do you know what does make me laugh, though? Is that, you know, like, when you're, when you're fucking, if you've got, like, if you've, like, worked up a rhythm... <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> if I think of something else for two seconds and I lose the beat, I'm like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Do you know what, actually, now that you said awkward. that... Do you know what I would say that I... Do you know when you get with a professional bottom? Okay, yeah. That can be quite... Um, intimidating. <laughs> intimidating, because, like, you would sometimes think that being, like, when you're... I'm versatile, yeah, so I, I, I flip-flop, like, flip-flop, flip-flop, whatever you want to call it. Depending on chemistry or what the vibe is with the person, like, I, I'm happy to be the top. I'm happy to be the bottom. But there's sometimes that you meet people, like professional power bottoms, yeah? Yeah. And you just know that, like, you need to be hitting every fucking angle. Boom, 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 boom. And I suppose sometimes that can make you feel, as a top, um, you can be intimidated of a bottom. Like, not all bottoms are subs. And even the sub bottoms are still aggressive like you know what I mean <laughs> so I feel like sometimes I can like I can get nervous around bottoms but I wouldn't say that not because I'm bad in bed like I'm a bad top no not at all not at all but I don't think yeah. it's about that it's just about like yeah like you say the intimidation of it all they're like oh let me do the splits and then do a cartwheel and then land in the cock and then jump up and then yeah. suck it and then deep focus and double fuck it like bitch whoa whoa like slow down like it doesn't yeah like breathe like i've definitely met some boys over my years who like literally like i want to get to know you i want to get to know your body before i'm inside your guts <laughs> so like you know what i mean and some people just want to just like bam 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 like whack like just like pants down dick in fuck 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 whack, fuck me out and then it's done and you're, it's a bit like that can be like oh like oh but calm down and if i do think about that then, yeah sometimes you can lose your flow or you can lose your thing. boner if you don't stay like in the moment then it can be quite hard to sort of um like keep your memento up and stuff yeah but that's why it's good to find like have build the chemistry like with the person you should be you should be able to start having sex with somebody and then take a break for like 
five, ten minutes, half an hour, chill there naked with them, talk. Oh my God, smoke totally, a, yeah. Smoke a little spliff, <laughs> like, <laughs> kiss, listen to some music and then go back into it again. I don't like just having, like, like a, well, obviously it's happened where you've just had, like, maybe like you've had a grinder link or you've had a one-night stand and you know exactly what... But even in those situations, it's always nice when you can, have, yeah, like... Yeah, like, it's just about having chemistry, isn't it? And, yeah, having chemistry yeah. with the person. And that can definitely boost your confidence so much more when you're like, oh, like, this is not a, a supermarket sweep rush here. Like, do you get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, one of the things that I would say where I would, like, be, like, less confident... Um, I am, I am like, less confident with my body sometimes, depending on, like, who I'm getting with and, like, just if I haven't been going to the gym. Like, I'm a bit mm-hmm. like you in the sense that, you know, if I'm not going to the gym, I'm not feeling good. Um, but, you know, like, sometimes when you're getting rimmed, I'm just like, oh, my God, my legs are literally, like, spread and I'm sitting on this person's face and you're just like, oh, God, please don't fart, please don't fart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, 90... 90- <laughs> no but it's true though and like 90 like i don't think i've ever actually farted like i've definitely never farted in somebody's mouth or anything <laughs> oh this is too much but you know, you know sometimes we're just like please just don't do it just don't do it. oh god i really want to say something but i'm like is it too much no it's not too much this is cnc <laughs> You know when you're bottoming and you've douched and then the water hasn't all come out and then oh. you get the fear that maybe some water might just, like, fly out at some point. But, you know, that's fine. Like, they came for the roller coaster. You're just taking them on a tour of the fountain first. <laughs> it's like a ride at Fort Park. You know, what's that ride when you it takes you down the tunnel and it sprays, yeah, it sprays water at you? Tidal wave. No, not touch Oh my god, I've had some experiences like that. Not me personally, but yeah. Um, and I yeah. just think, anyway. I mean, especially like with the like with the farting thing. Sometimes it's just like, can I just like if one has to come out, you're thinking like, can I like just squeeze it so it just comes out really quietly and they don't even notice. At the end of the day, <laughs> do, you, do you think? Do you think that? But when you try to squeeze it, it must really come out louder, like. Like some fucking alarm. Ring um, the alarm. <laughs> but this is what I was saying back to, like, real sex isn't like what you see in pornography. Like, real sex is messy. Real sex is loud. Real sex can be, like, yeah, like, you're going to fart during sex, whether it's in your bum hole or in your vagina. Like, for the girls too, like, girls flatulate out of their vaginas when they've been getting whocked out. I the mean, same thing's going to happen... The and stuff we talk about is one thing, but queefing is the next level. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get what I mean? Like, if you're having sex with somebody who's going to really judge you because you fight during sex, then do you know what, yeah? Get the fuck out of my bed and out my ass. <laughs> no, you just have to do like a, like, especially like if the other guy farts, I'm always just like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, it happens because it does. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. And like, with, with gay sex, especially like, and I suppose anybody that's listening to this is going to know what we're talking about. But, like, as you can, sometimes you can spend half a fucking day trying to douche and there's still a little bit of satin cup there. Like, do you get what I mean? And if a top, if a top wants to be sticking their penis in your booty... You've got to expect they, to get shit on it. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, it's like, going to happen. Not the whole thing, but... Not the whole... 
I'm listening. Not the whole log, honey. But like, <laughs> but do you get what I mean? Like, you're having sex in, in the bum. Okay, so let's move on quickly to our follower responses. Mm-hmm. I almost said reader responses again, but I was like, no, no, girl, no, do not. <laughs> um, so basically, I asked the followers of Cocktails and Cock Talk what they were most and least um, confident about in the bedroom. And do you know what I liked is that people were just so honest, almost as if they didn't know I was going to be reading this out on air. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not. Going, I'm not going to name people though, because I do feel like this is quite can be quite personal. Okay. Um. So I'll obviously like I might say first names if they've got a first name, but um. So like, uh, Anne says. <laughs> so, so it's not even funny. I was just laughing at Anne. <laughs> 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 Anne from Bedford. <laughs> yeah. And you know Anne has a Karen haircut. Um no. Yeah. Uh Karen. Karen. <laughs> um, no, Anne is just like part of the username, but anyway. So she says or she or he says that uh, they're most confident sucking dick. Um, okay. They're least confident in dirty talk. I'm like, how often does that come up for you? Oh my gosh, that's such a good one. I hate dirty talk. It's so embarrassing. It's so cringe. Yeah, but that's, I feel like that is like us as British people. Like British people can't dirty talk. They're like, oh, uh, may I have a go on your penis, please? <laughs> like, it just cringes me out. Like, do you know what? Yeah, if you want to whisper a few dirty somethings in my ear, that's fine. But don't expect it from me, honey. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you can have, you can do, like, the occasional, like, yeah, go and take it, or, like, yeah, fuck me, like. Uh, or, like, oh, daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stick it in my ass, daddy. <laughs> Put it in my ear. Put it in my ear. <laughs> um, another person says, uh, my, <laughs> this one I thought was quite odd. They said that they're, le- they're least confident in topping, but they're most confident in it being a laugh. I'm like, this is not a stand-up show. What? <laughs> like, I'm most confident that whilst I'm naked with somebody in bed, they're going to be laughing yeah. at my topping skills. <laughs> <laughs> Very that, but I think they just meant like, oh, it being enjoyable. Yeah, well, do you know what? Like, I, It's nice that but you, if can, somebody... if you can have a chemistry with somebody. And you know what? Sometimes funny people are the best in bed. Well, hello. <laughs> but I do think it's uh, quite amusing that you'd be like, oh, yeah, like, how was the shag last night? Yeah, it was a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it was a laugh, actually. <laughs> um, so then somebody else put, my body dysmorphia has destroyed my confidence, but I give great head. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. you know what? Good for you. You found, you found your talent. And you're not going to let your body dysmorphia stop you from being top head sucker. Oh, head bitch. Head, head bitch, bitch in charge. Head bitch in mouth. <laughs> mouth bitch in charge? What? Mouth, <laughs> mouth bitch in charge. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? Um, good for you. I'm glad that you suck a good dick and keep sucking more. Yeah, I agree. Um... This guy says he's most confident in rimming, but he's least confident in lasting long enough. 
Right. So that can also be an issue for certain people. Um, I really don't know how long sex is supposed to actually go on for. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Because it seems like a lot, especially straight women, I'm sure they can testify that most men ain't lasting that long in the vagina. So I don't know how they're lasting in the anus for. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? But yet again, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like, take your time, honey. You don't need to rush it. So like, you need to learn edging and cum control. Oh my gosh. And that's why things like full play. Yeah, and that's on period, honey, because that's and that's why things like full play is very important and like getting yourselves to the limit, but not passing the limit. Like do you get what I mean? And keep practicing that. And if you feel like you need you're not lasting as long as what you would like to and it's damaging your confidence, then yeah, spend some time um, masturbating for starters, like, and getting yourself right to the limit and then stop and then get yourself to the limit again and then stop. And then that will definitely come through when you're topping because you're the same thing that you would be doing when you were masturbating. You can do that when you're in the bum. Yes. In the bum. In that, the was bum, a, bum. that was a very um, professional answer. Thank you for that, Dr. Deepay. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome um some of these other ones right like, like like this cunt i'm like i'm sorry but you are literally just fucking based in he's like i'm most confident in my dick and i'm least confident in that i last uncomfortably long right. no do you know what <laughs> no, that could be a thing though couldn't it no there is a thing and there's some people who oh, just struggle. can't come yeah they can't come and it can cause like an issue in yeah that's true that can really knock their confidence but it can all and then sometimes they're aware that Basically, like, I've had sex with people who can't come and you're both get into a headspace where you start thinking that you they're not enjoying it and then they are enjoying it, but they just can't come and then they start thinking that you're not enjoying it. Like, totally, do you know what I mean? totally. Also, and like... I find that happens as well, like, if they've got, like, quite a big dick and they, like, struggle to get the blood into it. Yeah. And it's like, it's it works both ways for top and bottom as well like there's some bottoms who like can't come like or it takes like do you get what i mean and then there's some tops who just can't come so like being able to last forever isn't necessarily a blessing what, yeah a blessing uh, necessarily a blessing and i feel like um maybe sometimes you might need to use something else to um enhance the that like, to bring you along so what i've noticed is that for people who are topping who can't come maybe if the person bottoming just puts like a couple of fingers on their prostate and helps them along yes. that can that can help them or maybe doing something like playing with their balls or doing something else to help them along which isn't just them trying to fuck you or wanking aggressively over yeah you. like mix it up add a like, second thing yeah. in. the more things you're doing at once the more like sort of like places that you're pleasuring at once then the better once. it's gonna be yeah Okay, but, so I just want to whiz through some more quickly. We have um, somebody, this guy says uh, he's most confident in his breath, <laughs> which is good. In his breath? In his breath, yeah. Okay. Got some good dental hiding there. And he's mm-hmm. least confident in his size. Penis? Uh, I presume so. I mean, it could be his let, body size. Let me tell you something. Big dicks are nice to look at, but they're not necessarily all, yet again, what they're cranked up to be. Like, I've had sex with guys with little dicks who 
have blown my fucking mind and I've had sex with guys with big dicks who just didn't know what the fuck they were doing with it. So like, yeah, again, it's about the motion in the ocean, not the size of the boat, honey. Mm-hmm. This Dylan says he's most confident about his dick size, but he's least confident about my, <laughs> my whole gaping. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody wants a gaping hole. <laughs> Nobody wants a gaping hole. I like, it's definitely something that, like... Well, that's not that's not true, though, because there are guys with big dicks who just want you to, like, sit on it and take it, and they're not intimidated by those uh, professional bottoms that we were talking about earlier. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Actually, listen, yeah, there's, you're always going to be somebody's cup of hull. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. <laughs> um... Yeah, and do you know what? I think that's uh, more or less it. This guy says, I have an above-average dick, but I'm not graceful at all. <laughs> Imagine just, oh, yeah, I had a shag last night, but he was just not graceful. Like, <laughs> I don't know who you need to speak to about that. Darren, we'll get Darren on. <laughs> so, yeah, do you know what? Like, guys, thank you for opening up and sharing your insecurities and your confidence. Literally opening up. <laughs> oh, my God. A little us into your gaping lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good to like. It's nice to like read other people's things and almost kind of like not connect, but just to be like, okay, it's nice to know that everybody isn't confident, kind of in sort of one aspect. In one aspect, listen, the people we all have the same fears and insecurities. They just sometimes come out in different ways or they're different parts of the body but the feeling that you have is the same feeling that everybody has and it's just good to realize that you're not alone and the more you talk about these things the quicker you can most probably like yeah like connect with other people and realize and then build on that confidence yeah well that's it like listen we i feel like us as a friendship group as well we do talk about these things so and i think it's like refreshing and it makes you feel better like if you've got a a network of friends or even like a couple of friends who you can tell anything to and you don't feel embarrassed talking about that which i'm sure most of you do because you just sent it into an instagram account because <laughs> you haven't met um like they're gonna give you positive feedback and they're gonna make you feel better so yeah i think it's like you say it's just like recognizing that we all have like something that we're not 100 percent confident in nobody is perfect sex isn't perfect but that's kind of like you say the beauty in it yeah, and if anybody makes you feel like shit when you're naked with them... They're an arsehole. They're an arsehole. Not your gaping arsehole, but <laughs> they are an arsehole. And, um, yeah, like, anybody that makes you feel inadequate or insecure, like, that's not the type of person that you should be having around mm. you in when you're at your most vulnerable, when you're naked in the bed with them. Like, kick that bitch out of your bed and out of your ass. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to say the N-word for a minute. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what? Yeah, I literally had to just bleep myself. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say that. I don't know why. It just fits in that sentence, I think. It just fits into that sentence for some reason. Oh, my God. As if you clocked it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from South London as well, girl. I've heard it so many times. It's how we, it's how we, it's how we talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you know what? I've really enjoyed... Um, I'm really ha- like happy to have the podcast back. 
I'm really happy to have the podcast, guy. I really, yes, enjoyed this hour. Yes. Um, so what I'll do is I'll add the patron things in after. Like that's the beauty of okay. having it at home. I don't have to sit here and do it all like mm-hmm. when we're together. Um, so I'll just put that at the end. So, yeah, guys, thanks for joining us. And we'll be back again next week. If you want to follow us on socials, we're collectively at Cocktails Confessions. I'm at Jalay Slays and Mark. I'm at Mark Ashley D. Um, Yeah, take care of yourselves. Bye. Get masturbating in front of the mirror. (laughs) Do it. I'm going to go do it now. Okay. Report back. (laughs) (laughs) On next week's show. Bye. All right. Isn't that good how it fades out into the music? (laughs) 